I'm really, uh, yeah, thank you for all the good words that you said about me. Many were, I hope, I believe it was prophesying about the size of church and other things. But um, I, I figured it out a long time ago that's not a size, that it's Jesus who saves. And uh, tonight, so I, I really, I really feel really honored to be here. And uh, we've been blessed through uh, Trisha Bissell coming to Latvia and ministering in women's conference. So Eric was first time with Angela. Eric and Angela Smith was 2002. 2002. 20 years ago. So I had more here and uh, I was dark. You know, just time is flying. I'm 52 now. I'm grandfather, by the way, now, so then I was a young man. But one thing never changed, Jesus saves. And he is doing this all over the world, and he is doing this here, right now. And um, I'm really thankful that um, um, Eric uh, brought us together with the pastor, uh, Doshek, and, and he'd been, I don't know, three times, I think in, in, in uh, Riga, Latvia, and when uh, my church members heard that I will be in this church here, they said, oh, ask when the pastor would come back, when, when he will come back, you know. So, pastor, if you're watching live, you know, <laughs> you know, you're welcome back. We're really looking forward to it. And thank you so much for, for coming this Wednesday night and um, uh, to listen one Latvian guy with broken English but the one thing that's really encouraging for me that I know that Holy Spirit, He speaks now the language. And even if my English is broken, He knows how to speak directly to your heart. And that's really encouraging for me. And um, also for you, because you will uh, otherwise would not get much, but Holy Spirit is here. And He knows where are you, what's going on in your life, and he sees everything. And um, so, a few words about myself. I'm here together with my lovely wife, Baiba, and my youngest son, Sebastian. So, I'm happy that uh, I'm not traveling alone this time. And I, I have six more at home, so I have seven kids. And three grand grandchildren. So, that's, that's a blessing in my life. And when I was, uh, oh, sorry, Bible, I need my phone. There is, it's my Bible in my phone. I forgot my Bible, how, how it can happen. You know? And uh, when I was praying and thinking about um, what to share tonight, and um, to be honest, you know, I I'm, I'm feel kind of like nervous, like almost my first time preaching. I'm in Pastor's Doschek Church, you know, and uh, he allowed me to come here and to to be in this almost holy place, and that's, I'm, I'm kind of joking, but I'm really serious about that, so, and I prayed, and, and um, very often, I, 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 just first time in some church, I just shared my testimony, how God saved me, and, um, but I was tempted to, to really like how message, and preach, and teach, and that, but uh, I prayed, and prayed, and, and um, I was led to Romans, first chapter, Romans chapter 1, and uh, there are a few things that I see similar, 
to the... First of all, Paul writes to Romans, he said, I, I, I planned to go, I planned to visit you, but then something happened, I couldn't go there. So my plan was to be here two years ago, you know, <laughs> and then something happened, you know, we all know this pandemic thing, and, and so I'm here now two years later, but I'm here. And we know Paul also, he went to Rome, we know that all. So and, uh, Paul writes, he said that we could have, you know, that we encourage each other in faith. So, and that's big encouragement for me personally when we are here, we know the story how church was, was, was born, how all the things happen. We, we see the missions offering, I know, you know, uh, that Tisha uh, just came back from Tanzania and the church team that you came back from Kenya and what are you doing? That's encouraging for us, you know, and uh, I, I believe that tonight you will be also encouraged from my faith. And together we will give glory to God. So, I will read for Romans first chapter 14 to 17. 14 to 17. I am under obligation both to Greeks and to barbarians, both to the wise and to the foolish. So I am eager to preach the gospel to you also who are in Rome. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it's written, the righteous shall live by faith. Amen. I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation for everyone, for everyone who believes. For everyone, as Eric mentioned, so I'm from Latvia. My, my father was a pastor during the Soviet time, and uh, I, was, I was born, I, I actually, I'm joking that I was born in the church, physically born in the church, because uh, it was home church, you know. Everything happened at home, church services, uh, prayer meetings, very often, like during like all the night and things like that, and um, if somebody, somebody visited us, they stayed at home, and, and there was late night prayers, and that's the home I was born. That's the home I was raised. And uh, very, very early in my, my, my life, I, I met Jesus, and I know He is my Savior. And when I was 13, I get baptized in the water. And during the 70s, there was a move of God. I was seven years old, and I saw how, how crippled guy, he started to walk. In our church corner, there was a place where crutches was there, some glasses was there, and, and, and some, some other things that people were sick, and God healed them. And many came to Christ, and we were renting old Lutheran church in that time. And uh, there was 300 uh, seats there, but around 1,000 people were in the church, you know, and they, they came hour earlier. They came with their own seats. That's funny, you know, you take your chair from home, you go to the church, you know, but that's really what happened, and people were started to travel to that place from all Soviet, uh, Soviet Union because God was moving there. People get saved, get healed, and, and uh, baptized with the Holy Spirit, and that's, that's my childhood. And I saw all that, you know, and uh, 
I was in the church, and church was like not hour, not two. There were three, four, five hours, you know. Eric's, I think, been in Pensacola revival, part of that revival. That's something very similar to that. We didn't have those old long lines in the mornings all day long, but, but still one hour earlier, it sounds like now people come 20 minutes later. But <laughs> so that's, that's my childhood. That's what I see, what I experience in my life. And, and I, I, I know I was saved and, and God saved me. And I, I was becoming, uh, I became a teenager. And when I, I turned 14, I remember that time when I turned 14, there was something in me. I remember I, I, I couldn't say exactly if I said that, but for sure I thought that. I said, God, if you are there, I don't need you. I don't need you. I want my life. I want my desires. I want my plans. I, was, I started to look on the, my friends, and uh, they were drinking together with their, their, their parents, and they had some other things, and uh, I was not allowed to do, and, and uh, I, was, I wanted to experience. And I started to really think, you know, I would love to have this uh, normal family, normal family, you know, that you can do everything and nobody really takes care about you. And my parents said to me, you know, at 11 o'clock at night, you're at home and, and, and things like that. And I didn't like that. They said, you know, it's church and the Tuesday night prayer meeting, Wednesday night church, Sunday morning, you know. We actually, we had afternoons and then we have 2 p.m. and then 7 p.m., two services on Sunday. I, I didn't want to go, so I, I, I want to do my own life. And I, uh, in, in the... I actually, I was earning more money in that time already than my father being a pastor. And uh, I was selling different things. I, it's hard to imagine here in America. Maybe you have now. You can imagine that it's hard to get some things. With the COVID, it's, it's understandable, you know? You need to wait a long time. But in the Soviet time, you can get, if you just pay money, some you know where to ask, you know? And I was selling many things, and I was earning money, and I... And there was money enough to buy drinks and other things. And I, that's the, that was the life that I was looking for. And I started to drink. I started to smoke. I started to go out to the parties. And, and uh, I was almost 14 when it, all that started. And, and my life, I thought my life would get more and more free. But I was more and more in bondage. I was more and more became a slave, slave of the sin. And I, I, I turned, when I turned 18, so it was time to go to the Russian army in the Soviet Union. So that they said they will, it was like in the spring, in the autumn, you should go to army, or the, twice a year, you know, they called it. And um, I was scheduled to go in the spring, but my friends, there were a lot of criminal guys, and I was on the road, and... There was one of the miracles that really happened during that time. They, they, I was scheduled to go in the spring next year, but they took me the same autumn. And that saved me from the prison, actually. And, and uh, all, during all the time, my parents were praying. They were praying. My, my, my mom, she was praying and fasting. My father was praying and fasting. 
And uh, my mom, she gets so weak because of, of fasting and praying, she couldn't walk uh, 50, uh, you know, meters, I don't know how it will be in the, let's say to, up to that door without stopping, you know. She was so weak. But she, she said, God, you gave me those boys and now they are following the devil. And, and she was fighting for us. She was fighting for us. And I want to encourage every mom that fights for their kids. Keep doing. Keep fighting. Keep fighting. Keep, keep believing for that. So she was praying. She was my mom. And, and, and I'm so thankful to the church. My, my father was a pastor at that time. And there were some guys in the church who came up to him and said, You know, Pastor, in the Bible it's written, only those who really good, take good care for their house, the kids are really like, not rebellious like yours, they can be pastors. You are not made for that job, you know, that call. And he prayed, he prayed, and God sp spoke to him. He said, They will follow me. Just stay where you are, they will follow me. And <laughs> And I'm thankful that majority of the church, they stood together with our parents. They prayed together. Even some young people, you know, they, they, I remember once, one girl, she stood up in the church, she said, um, uh, brothers and sisters, at the end of the church, brothers and sisters, uh, I, I want to say something. And, and she said, you know, uh, we must pray for our leaders. That's in the Bible. And she asked whole church to pray and fast for us, you know. And all church came together. They were in fight together with my mom and dad. And so God, God, he is doing great things. And gospel is a power for salvation. And God still saves and um, I went to Russian army, and, and, and then after two years, I, I, I started to use drugs in, in, um, in army, and I came out worse than I went in. More alcohol consumption and other things. I became really alcoholic. I was waking up in, in the morning. I was 20 years old, but I was really addicted to alcohol. I feel like going like this, you know, and as if somebody knows what I'm talking about from alcohol. I was addicted to it. And after the army, we still lived with my parents. I earned good money, but all was, uh, all was consumed by alcohol and other things. And my mom said to me, if you are living in my house, then Sundays you are sitting in the church. Then Sundays you are in the church. So I'm, I'm now in the, I'm a pastor in the church, and very often I, I see some moms and dads and they have teenagers at, at ho home or even smaller kids. And I'm asking, where are your kids? They say, oh, they are at home. Why? They didn't want to go. So like parents, you have authority over them. And not only authority, you have responsibility before God to teach them God's ways. And I'm thankful that my mom, she said, you know, you are in the church. So I was there. Very often I was drunk there, but I was there. I was there. It was like a law. You know, you didn't meet my mom, so you need to meet her one day. So. <laughs> and uh, I, I hope that I will somehow, you know, spare money, buy a flat or rent a room where I will stay and live, and I will move out. I will move out. And there was 
some things that really were speaking to me during all that time. One thing that, that I started to realize that I am not so free as I thought. Because I thought I'm a free guy. I can do everything, uh, anytime, with anybody, everything that I want. But there were some things that started to point me like that you are not so free anymore. Like one thing, my mom, she has a birthday in February. And I thought, okay, two weeks before birthday, I'll be at home at time. I will be a good guy. I will not drink. I will not smoke. I'll be okay two weeks before and two weeks after. I'll be okay, like month. That was the hardest month for my mom. Because for two weeks almost, I was never at home. I was drunk every night. And out of that experience, I realized I am not so free anymore. I am bounded by sin. You know? And that was kind of like, Bell, you are not so free. Maybe you think you are free, but you are not so free. And it's always, sin will take you farther than you, you are willing to go, you know? Because you are becoming a slave. And I became a slave. I became a slave. And in the summer 1991, so there was a conference going on in, uh, in uh, Sweden. I was just out of army for one year already, and, and that was the time that, that, that borders started to open for Soviet Union. You know, we can start to go somewhere. Latvia was independent already, and we can go in the places. And I, I, was, I was raised in the, in the Soviet Union. I never learned English or German or other languages because I thought, okay, my father is a pastor. I would never have a chance to go somewhere out. I would live my life in the Soviet Union. But in that, that summer, there, there is a conference. There used to be a conference in Europe called Euroflame. It was a conference for European Pentecostals. Once in three years, they came together in different places, you know. And that in 91 was in Sweden. And my mom said to my dad, you know, you should bring Modris there to that conference. And my dad was, ah, oh, no, you know, those Swedish Pentecostals are paying for pastors from Latvia to go to that conference. He, but Modris, he is hidden. He is not even saved. I heard they're talking, you know, like that in the kitchen, you know. I, I was in the room. He is not even saved. How can I do this, you know? It, they're paying for the pastors. And they paid like three or four pastors from Latvia and from other uh, republics and Soviet Union to be there. And my mom, she continued, she, she, she will pray and about that and prayed more. And God did a miracle. God did a miracle. That's, I'm still amazed. You know, uh, Russian Pentecostals who also were participating in that conference, they needed bus driver. I'm still amazed how they couldn't find a bus driver in Moscow or in Russia. But they called my dad, do you have somebody? He said, yes, I have one, you know, and uh, it was my, my, one of my relatives, my mom's cousin. He, is, he has bus driver license and everything. He can go. They said, no, we need two drivers. We need two drivers. And I didn't have license. He said, oh, I have my son, but he don't have, he don't have license. They said, that's okay, he can come. So we went to Moscow by train, took the bus. With the bus, went to Tallinn, Estonia, and then by ferry to Stockholm. And that ferry, I was sitting, you know, there was a ticket 
on, you, you don't have cabin, you're just, you know, there on the ship, you know, that's the cheapest one. I was that on, there on that ship, and uh, I, was, I was thinking a lot. There was one young girl just saved in July, that was August, that was my wife, Baiban, and that time she was just saved, and we started to look at each other, you know, like, I kind of like her, you know, and, uh, and I was sitting there, and I had thoughts, different thoughts, you know, in, in my mind, and uh, one of the thoughts was, okay, you know, let's, let's start to date her, let's start to do some things, but there was one thing, she was just saved. And something in me said, you know, if I will start to date her, very soon she will discover that I'm not a Christian. And I didn't want to be guilty in that, that she will be discouraged and she will go away. And I said to myself, no, 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 I will not date her, so I will made up my mind, so I will go back home. That was on the way there. I will go back home, and then I will move out of my parents. I will start to do my life as, as I planned. And there was nothing good in that as I planned, but in my opinion, that's my plans, my goals. So we went to, to Sweden. I never attended the church. I attended first meeting. After that, I was walking around in the city, enjoying Sweden, the first time going somewhere out of the Soviet Union. And I came back to the last service. And you know, Pentecostals, very often, they say the meeting will end at that time, and it never happened, you know? So, Reinhard Bonke was preaching that service. And he, I went, you know, and he was in the middle of the preaching. I sat down there, they had the headphones for translation, you know? And uh, on the Russian language, and, and I, I put the headphones on, he was preaching, preaching. I get mad, you know? I get mad, I took them off, you know? I was sitting there, and I, 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 couldn't, I didn't smoke for a week. And I was, I want to go back home, I want to smoke, I want to move out. I was really mad, really mad. And maybe some of you are experiencing something like this in the church. That's okay, that's biblical. Some people get mad on Jesus, that, that's normal. I was really mad. And then he said, Amen. I said, Okay, finally. Then he invited youth choir to come and sing. And they were singing and singing and like, you know, hallelujah, hallelujah. I was mad. Honestly, I'm not exaggerating. I was mad. I want to go home. I want to do my own life. I want to move out. And then they stopped. I said, okay, let's go. And then Bonka started to preach again. He said, you know, you in Europe, you know, you used to like short services. We in Africa, you know, we go like Holy Spirit leads us. Okay, okay. I, I was sitting there. I, 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 I don't think I was really listening what he was saying. But then I was, and I was mad. God spoke to my heart. And God always speaks to our hearts. That's not something for the ear, it's something for the heart. And he said a few words. He said, Modris, I love you. That's it. Modris, I love you. And something 
broke inside of me. I started to cry. And I said, Jesus, if it's possible, if it's possible, please forgive me. The gospel is a power for salvation. It changed everything. It changed everything completely. That one short sentence that I said. And I know tonight, I don't know what you're going through. But God is saying, I love you. And that's not just general, I love you. He called my name. Out of those thousands, I don't know, there was like around 10,000 people there in that conference. He called my name. I was not listening. I already decided, God, if you are there, I don't need you. But he called my name, and he said he loves me. And, you know, there is scripture in the Bible in Luke chapter 7. Luke chapter 7, from 11 till 15, there is Jesus going to the city called Nine. And out of that city, there is, there is, there is a funeral procession coming out. You know, that's how was my life. I was really, really like, uh, I was, there was nothing alive in me. I was dead, dead to sin, dead. He stopped, stopped my, my funeral procession. I was dead in my sins. Everything in my life pointed to death. Everything. And you know, the people around, in fact, they were attendants of, of my funeral, spectators, enjoyers. You know, when somebody died, it's always a question. I know in America it's not allowed to stop, or it's a car accident, but everybody is going down slowly, filming with the phones. There is something, you know. We are living in a dead cold culture of death. If there's some accident or some shooting going on, there's only news everywhere. And people are asking, you know, why he died, what happened, who is guilty. There are many around. There are many around in my life. Only one was different. Only one was different. And his name is Jesus. He stopped. He stopped. My funeral procession. He stopped. He stopped like he stopped this procession, the funeral procession that went out of that city because he had compassion, compassion. He looked to that mom that cried, and he knows your tears. He knows what you're going through tonight. He knows that death. Maybe in relationships, maybe it's in your family, maybe you, you, there have been years that you spoke with your son or with your daughter, and that is that. Maybe inside of you. Oh, this is Wednesday night, only the, you know, the people who are on fire comes to Wednesday night, but still, but still, maybe you are like I was. I was on the Wednesday nights. I was trying to find a nice place where to sleep because I was pushed to be there. My mom said, you know, and I, a teenager, I went there. Maybe there is death inside of you. Maybe 
you're praising God and you're saying right words, but there is death inside of you. And you know, we think that death is something that's like stays like this. No, death always grows. If you are not really dealing with this, it grows. And then, it's just a matter of time. This thing will be buried. Just buried. But there is Jesus coming to your town. That's really my message tonight. There is Jesus coming to your town. And he stops every death procession. Actually, when I read in the Bible, he messed up every funeral when he went. So invite Jesus to your death. Invite Jesus to your funeral. And maybe you're thinking about your kids who are gone somewhere and who don't know who they are anymore. When you're inviting Jesus, everything changes. Everything changes. Invite him today. Invite him today in your marriage. Invite him today in your relationships. Invite him today. Oh, I became a pastor in 1996, and uh, after one year pastoring, I felt, God, what I'm doing. There were people around that were saying, you know, Modris, that's another business for you, because before that I was in the business. And I, I, I felt that I'm, I'm dry. I felt that, that really I'm dead. I don't have anything to bring people. I, I don't have anything. And again, <laughs> there was conference. There was evangelist record bonking. <laughs> and I, I, was, I was staying there. And I said, God, if you are not doing something in my life, I'm dead. I'm dead. I was a young preacher, you know. I, there was new church plans, seven people when we started, you know. Actually, 13 when we joined with our family, you know. <laughs> so, and I, I, for, for more than a year, I was, I was, you know, working, 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 and there was no success. Only a few more came to join. There's one guy, he stood up in, in, in the middle of the church service. He said, you know, I want, to, I want you to know that we are leaving this church. It's dead. And it's nothing here. And he and his family just stood up and, and went away. I was <laughs> not surprised. I've seen many things in my father's life. But <laughs> I was really devastated in that time. So, And I was staying there. And I said, Jesus, only you can bring life. Please. And you know, I heard the same words. Second time, he said, Modris, I love you. That was it. But that changed me again. And you know, hear those words today. Jesus is saying, I love you. I know what you're going through. I know what you've been through. And I love you. I love you. It's really amazing for me what gospel can do. It changed me. It changed me completely. And by, by the way, gospel has good side effects. I I was saved in Sweden. I came back home. I started to date her, you know, and she is my wife and mother of my seven kids, you know. I didn't, that's a good side effect of gospel because I didn't need to, you know. 
God always does more than we expect. And maybe you're spiritually dead or, or, or just let you know, he stops your dead procession tonight. You would ask, why tonight? Because I believe in divine appointment. There was divine appointment when, when Eric came to Latvia, and we are, like, we are far, far away. We don't see each other often, but we are together. We are together. It's divine appointment for you tonight. I was scheduled to be here two years ago. Never happened. I don't know where you was two years ago, but I was scheduled to be here Wednesday night meeting, preaching here, and COVID broke out. When I read the Bible, I know for sure there is nothing happening that God is not aware of. Nothing. He's still on the throne. He's still on the throne. Nothing happens without Him. And I know for sure I am here and you are here. That must be God. And is there any kind of death in your life? I'm asking you, come to Jesus tonight. After a short moment, uh, uh, I will invite you to come forward. And if there is any need in your life that you see there is death taking over, maybe those are finances. One of the miracles we've seen constantly, Eric mentioned that the crusades that we are doing, and, and uh, the first crusade was miracle. We had church around 60 people, and all the, all the budget was 120,000 U.S. for the first crusade. We did this. And out of zero, God made something. You know, we paid everything and, and we were not in the depths. And because God, He's faithful. And that was in 2002. Then this year, in 2022, we did crusade with Nathan Morris. So we paid everything. We started almost with zero. And we paid everything. And... and, and God is still faithful. He is faithful to you. Just invite Him. Maybe you're here tonight and you don't know Him. Yeah, it's Wednesday night, I know. But very often, somebody is there in the church and you think everything is fine, it's Wednesday night, He must be Christian. But maybe, just maybe, just a chance. Let me, let me say to you, he stopped my funeral procession, and he will stop yours. If you would just ask him and say, Jesus, come to my life, come to my heart. And if your car heart is, is getting cold, you know that he is alive. And when he comes, he brings alive with him. Now, if would worship team would please come. And we'll pray. And uh, uh, I hate to stop here, but uh, Eric asked me to stop here. And uh, I, I will be obedient. But just let the Holy Spirit speak to your heart. And you know that any kind of death, you know why Jesus can throw can overthrow any kind of death because he is resurrection and life. Amen? Resurrection and life. And gospel still saves, changes everything. Eric, would you please come? And, and then after a moment, I would like to invite people to come forward. Yeah.
thank you, Pastor Modris. And here's what I want to do. I know he wants to minister to people tonight, and I think you can see his sincerity of his heart, can't you? Uh, he really wants to have impact in what he's talking about. You know what? We all go through challenges in our life, don't we? You know, the Bible says the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus came to give us life and life abundantly. So that's what Moses wants to do tonight. So what I ask him to do before he begins ministering to people, because I know as we, as we minister and people temp, you know, typically head out the door, I want to take this opportunity to receive an offering for, for Pastor Modris and his wife and his church and his ministry. You know, Pastor Modris uh, is a very humble man of God. Um, he probably wouldn't, be, wouldn't, be one, what, wouldn't want me to say this, but I think I feel led to say it. He makes a few hundred euros a, a month in what he does, pastoring an amazing church, probably the largest full gospel church in the entire nation of Lafayette. But he does it because he loves God. He does it because of those stories where you hear where he died to self more than once. You know, the devil is trying to pull him away from his calling, but yet he kept coming back. And that's how the Lord is for us, isn't he? He never gives up on us. And Modris now is having impact, touching that entire nation, not just that nation, but literally the region of the world. Uh, he oversees all the full gospel, Pentecostal churches of the Lafayette language in the nation of Lafayette. And, you know, that, that, that's significant. So that, but, that, but that's honor because, you know, honor is given to whom honor is due. And what I would like to do is ask you, if you would, perfectly consider sowing a significant seed into Pastor Modris' ministry. You can make the checks or you can go online and give to onlybelieve.church. Um, just go to Only Believe. Um, we, we, we know what we're doing here, uh, church, we know. But if you are a guest, you can, you can give electronically. You can give on the website, social media. There's lots of ways to give. Or you can just cut a check. Um, but our ushers are going to come forward here in a short, short while as I pray and put buckets out there. But I just ask you, do something special if you could for Pastor Modris. Um, he's, he's preaching tonight, of course, here in Bakken's. Then he goes to Kenton tomorrow night. Then he's off to Indiana. Then he's off to Florida. And then he goes back home. And... Um, He's one of the most humble men of God I know in the world today, and I have the privilege of being in a relationship with him. It's hard to believe 20 years ago. In fact, I didn't say this, but, you know, when I came back from Riga, Lafia, I got a call from a person by the name of Randy Waters. Anybody here know who Randy Waters is? I was up for about, probably about a day and a half flying back from Riga, Lafia, and I literally had just landed in Dallas-Fort Worth Airport. I turned my phone on as, I, as, as the wheels hit the ground because I got, like, 50 voice messages coming in. And one of those messages was, was from Randy Waters. So I'm thinking, what's Randy Waters calling me for? So I called him back. I said, hey, Randy, it's Eric. I just landed in Dallas. Hey, what's going on? He said, Eric, Pastor Dosick, uh, or over his birthday, was praying, and the Lord told him to call you about coming helping him. And I thought, Randy, I haven't slept. I've been up for like 40 hours. I, wow, Pastor Dosick wants me to come and help him? He said, yeah, yeah, would you do it? So give me, give me a few days to pray. I'm, I'm, I'm literally coming from a crusade in Riga, Lafia. And uh, let, let, me, let me see what the Lord says. Of course, the Lord told me to come. But uh, I, I thought about that today as I, was, as I was driving back home after dropping uh, Modris off at the hotel. I thought, wow. You know, I, I see, you see the way the Lord connects things in the spirit. And I see, you know, Modris and I will be lifelong friends forever. I wish you got a chance to know him the way I know him. I think Trish knows him as well. Uh, he's one of the most unique men of God I know in the world today. So, again, if you, if you would pray, let the Holy Spirit use you. I know you always do only believe. And let's give and be a blessing to, to, to Brother Modris and his wife and his church. Um, and um, thank you for your giving. Let's pray right now over your, your, your offering right now. Father, I thank you, God, for just Modris, his wife, Biba, his family, what, what they've done for you in the, in the nation of Lafayette and literally all over Europe and around the world. Father, I know they're givers. I know they've given their life um, uh, to you. 
in so many ways. And, Lord, I know you see the labor of love. And, Lord, I thank you, Lord, tonight we get a chance to bless and sow into that uh, man of God's ministry. Father, I thank you, God, for blessing the seed that's sown. And bless, uh, and let it multiply it back to the people, pressed down, shaken together, running over, God. Father, I thank you for all you do. And I thank you, God, for uh, as Modris has continued to move forward with his ministry, I thank you, Lord, even his latter years will be greater than the former, Lord God. Thank you for increase. Thank you for greater anointing. Thank you for greater miracles in his life. Lord, we just praise you and thank you for all you do. In Jesus' name, everybody said. Amen. And if you would, just bring your, your offering unto the Lord right now. And then I'm going to give it back to Pastor Mojus because I know he wants to minister to you. And uh, again, thank you only believe for what you're doing. You're sowing into fertile ground that I know will produce a harvest for you. Thank you so much. Pastor Mojus. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, I, when I was just sitting there, I um, I think there is somebody who is struggling with uh, suicidal thoughts. And you are thinking that, that you're, 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 there is no really like reason or point for you to live. God spoke me that when I was in the hotel preparing for the meeting, you know, as I had, and I was sitting there and, and he reminded me, and that, yeah, of course it's Wednesday night, everybody is holy, and uh, I know that, but we all know here in the States there have been some pastors who were taking their lives, and uh, God knows. He calls you by name, and He loves you. And His love is just not something sentimental, you know, that, that, oh, you know, honey, honey. His life was given to prove His love. And He loves you tonight. He loves you the same as He loved you when He was on the cross. And his power is the same as he was risen. There is no point for you to stay in your death. Invite him. Call on him. Would you please stand and... One thing that always encourages me to go somewhere or, and preach and, and, and bring Jesus and uh, minister for the people, it's sometimes I, 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 I can see how beautiful he is and I, everything in me wants to say everybody whole world come to him come to him if you would come to him if you let him to touch your life if you invite him to your death there will be life 
not just life, but abundance of life. And I would love to pray with you and for you if there is need in your life. Specifically, if there is some that you feel there is something and maybe it's physically there is sickness. So we in the house only believe and only if you only believe anything can happen. Uh, amen? There is no mountains he couldn't move. There is no sickness he couldn't heal. And maybe there is death in your relationships. There is death. Maybe that's in your family. With your parents or with your brothers and sisters or, or maybe with your husband or wife. You know, God gives a second chance. He can heal. He can restore. We have a radio program in Latvia now. For We started with Steve Hill. He was pro, have a program, Awake, Awake America, and then we, we went for a year, and then he said that he stops the programs. So since 2003, there is my radio program on Christian radio. It has, it's Christian radio broadcasting all over the Latvian. And now since 2003, it's my, my program every morning. And there was one guy, his wife became a Christian, and, and they were on, on edge on divorce. And, and she was listening radio in the mornings, you know, it's awake Latvia. And, and, and the guy always turned it off and he said, I hate this voice, I hate this guy, I hate your God. And then it was in January and then in April he gets saved. And you know, his family gets saved. They are together. They have three more kids. They are still together. He was leading actually church service last Sunday in our church. And I, I, I asked him, can I share the story, how you hated me, you know, how you hated my voice. He said, yes, yes, you can do it. And when I was sharing the story from the back when he was with the kids, he, he shouted, Mother, I love you. God changes everything. It's what he does. What he does. And he can do it tonight for you. And God is speaking to your heart and you, you know you need a prayer. You're welcome to come. Come now. Father, in Jesus' name, oh Jesus, oh Jesus, no octava tu manis, tu pateicos par tavu žēlistību, mans kungs. Tu zini un redzi un tu pazīsti katru tēvs, tu pazīsti katru sirdi un katru dzīvi, un es lūdzu svētais gars, pieskaries ik vienai sirdī, pieskaries ik vienai dzīvē, mans Dievs, pagodini savu svēto vārdu, mans kungs, lai tev godību atlaist katru vienu dzīvē, mans Dievs. Es lūdzu tēvs, Jēzus Kristus vārdā, mans kungs. Jēzus vārdā, tēvs. Hallelujah, Jesus, Jesus. If you need a prayer, you're welcome to come and we'll pray for you. name of Jesus. Let there be peace in the name of Jesus. And Father, I'm praying, Holy Spirit, I'm praying that you would arrest those kids. 
you would arrest those kids to Jesus with your love, with your nearness, that they be aware that you are watching over them, that there be a moment in their life that they know, they know, they know that you're real. Not because their parents believe, because they know. In Jesus' name, Father, in Jesus' name, that all the bitterness is gone. In Jesus' name, that there be life and peace. In Jesus' name, Father, in Jesus' name, Lord. come back. Amen? What's his name? Nolan. Nolan? Nolan. Father, we are together in our prayers for Nolan. You know this young man. Jesus, you saved me. You showed your grace and your mercy. Jesus, let your peace, let your Holy Spirit right now touch this young man. He's raised in this church that everything that he heard, like a kid in the Sunday school and being here in the services, that everything come back to him right now in Jesus' name. That he would turn around. That he would realize that he is eating with the pigs. And he would come home in Jesus' name. And I'm praying that you would bless my sister, Lord. Touch her, Jesus. Touch her, Jesus. That peace comes, Jesus. I'm praying that you would bring again, that bring them, that she can talk with her grandson, that he can listen. In Jesus' name, Father, encourage her in faith. In Jesus' name, Lord. Amen. preaching, I told you one of the things that really helped my parents was church, who came together with them and prayed. So we prayed for two sisters and now there's a third one. They're all praying for their loved ones. They're praying for their sons, for daughters, grandsons, and probably here is some more who are praying for, for the kids. Let's pray together. Don't just watch. Let's, let's pray. Let's believe for them. Just stretch your hand and pray that God will touch their lives. God knows exactly where they are, what they're going through. Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Lord, give her wisdom. Give her knowledge to do the, the, the decision that she needs, God. And I'm praying for the kids, Lord. In Jesus' name, Father. In Jesus' name. And all they're running from you, Lord. From all the running that they're doing, God, that they would see that there is no place they can hide from you. Send people in their lives, Lord, that loves you. And be a testimony to them, Lord. Remind them your love. Remind them, speak to their hearts, call their name, Jesus. 
And Father, I'm praying that they soon, very soon, Jesus, this house would be full of those who run away from you, who want to turn around and run away, that they would run back, Lord. They would run back. They would realize, Lord, that only you gives a life and real freedom and real peace. In Jesus' name, Father. Amen. coming together, becoming agreement 
my sister, that she prays for her sisters. You know both of them, Lord. You know them, Lord. You know everything that they've been through, everything that, that causes that sickness. And I'm so thankful, Lord, that in your stripes we are healed. That are there on the cross, you brought everything there. You paid everything there. That we have freedom and peace and joy and healing. Father, in your name, I'm praying that you would touch those two sisters, wherever they are right now, that they would turn to you. They would call you. They would invite you. And you, I'm thankful, Lord, I know you will stop this funeral procession in Jesus' name. Right now, Lord, in Jesus' name, Father, amen, amen. Yes. Father, in the name of Jesus, touch my brother. Touch, restore him, Lord. Restore him, Lord. Holy Spirit, touch him, Lord, and restore him, Lord. He knows everything that he is worried about, Jesus, let your peace settle in him let your peace settle in him not that everything is right not everything is fine not everything will be fine but jesus that you are here that you are here you reign on him lord and now his marriage lord i'm praying that you would heal that you bring restoration jesus bring peace a new beginning father in the name of jesus in the name of jesus in the name of jesus let his mind let peace come in the Lord, your name, I'm praying, Jesus. Father, in your name, in his decisions, in his words, and everything he does, Jesus, let be seen that you are there. Let be seen that your peace is rolling over. In Jesus' name, amen. I would like to say I've been to Russia seven times. Oh, great. Father, in the name of Jesus, Matt, I, I, uh, I'll pray in Latvian. That's Jesus Swada. Mugur is the Pavel Tuop Vassal. Jesus Christ Swada. Mugur Tuop Vassal, Isaac Saps. Let all pain be gone in Jesus' name. Father, let back be healed. All that caused that pain will be gone and healed in Jesus' name, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Father, because you are the healer. You are the great physician, Lord. In Jesus' name, Lord. Now it's your back. We'll have some. Father, in the name of Jesus, I know that your work is full. You fulfilled, you feel that's, that's nothing left that you would not fulfill on the cross. Complete healing, Lord. Complete healing that all pain would be gone in Jesus' name, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I like what your pastor always says. Look for the healing. Yes. I 
like like Rekord Bonker says, is that all dry bushes can burn. They can burn. Amen? Father, in the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, touch her. Let her fire be restored. That she again, Jesus, that she would be in fire for you. Oh, let she be in fire for you. Oh, just sometimes we are mixing activity with the fire. And sometimes we think if we are not doing as much as we used to do, then we lost our fire. That's not the case. You are still on fire for him. You love him. That's the fire. You love him. And that's not activity. Activity will always come. And you love him when you are with him. That's relationship. That's something that you are in him. And he is restoring everything. Activity is getting lower. You still love him. That's the fire. In Jesus' name, Lord, let peace come. She would know, God, that you are the one. She is connected to the wine. And your spirit flows in her, Jesus. She's, oh, Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you restored and give her peace. Peace with you, Lord. Peace when she is really active for you. And peace when she just, just be with you, Lord. That she just be with you, Lord. That you would restore her. That you would heal, Lord. In all the wounds that she has, Lord, restore her and heal her, Lord. That she would burn for you, Jesus, with new zeal, new strength, with new love, Lord. In Jesus' name, Father. Amen. know their heart you know their needs Lord Jesus told your word said even before we prayed you are already heard because Jesus everything you do everything you do Jesus it's not just happen it's not just accident Lord it's your will it's your plan and you brought their sister here tonight I know you want to touch her you want to heal her you want to restore, Jesus, everything in her life. Restore, Jesus. In Jesus' name, Father, I'm praying that restoration would come, that peace would come. In Jesus' name, Father. Holy Spirit, touch her. Let it flow through you. Jesus' name, Father. Let it flow through her, Jesus. That everything would be restored. All the affairs, all everything, Jesus. Anxiety, Jesus, it's gone in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Lord, healing, restoration, Father. In your name, Lord, everything, all her life, all relationships, Lord. You know, the Son, Lord, touch his heart. Change Jesus' name, Father. All the pain would be gone in Lord Jesus' name. Take it off her, Jesus. All the yoke, all the death would be gone in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Father, 
touch her, Lord, with peace and restoration. Lord, that she would knew that you touch her life. You stopped that funeral procession in Jesus' name. And you brought up life in Jesus' name, Father. Amen. Amen. Yes. Father, you're the author of the marriage. And everything you do, it's good. You created marriage, Lord. You created family. Not just we just go through the pains and sufferings and arguments. But like for us together, fulfill your dreams. Fulfill your goals. Walk together. And one is Jesus. And I'm praying, Lord, you know everything that is done. And you know all the promises that are broken, Lord. You know the end from the beginning. And I'm so thankful, Lord, that in all funerals that you are coming, Lord, you mess us up. You bring life. You bring life. And I'm praying life and restoration to them. In Jesus' name, Father. Oh, Holy Spirit, touch them. Holy Spirit, touch them, Lord. That they would see, that they would saw Jesus. How you are touching their lives. That all pain, all bitterness would be gone. That healing would come to her heart, Jesus. That she would know, Lord, that you the one. You the one, you the one. Father, thank you that you are for this family, for the relationships, Lord. You're the ones who can heal everyone, everybody. Touch their lives, touch their lives, heal their hearts. In Jesus' name, Father. I'm praying you know their needs. Praying that Jesus, I'm praying that in next week they would see that some of their questions are answered, Lord. They would see that you are really into it. You are not just outside there looking from far away. You are into it, really, hundred percent. In Jesus' name, Father. from his call I was running from everything that associated with the church with the God everything 
his voice reached me. Father, in the name of Jesus, what is his name? Michael. Michael. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are praying for Michael. Father, that's your words that brings life. That's your words that you are spoken that never end. You said, there is be, there, let there be light and there's still light. If you spoke a word over his life, the word is still active. And I'm praying, Holy Spirit, that you would activate this word in this boy's life. That Michael would really, you know, that he would feel emptiness in this world. And he would feel this, you know, your love, how his, your love is drawing him back to you, Lord. That you would heal his pain. That he would heal his pain, heal his heart. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I'm praying, Father, that this year will be a glorious year in this family, Lord. Your peace, your restoration coming back. In Jesus' name, coming back to you, Lord. And I'm praying that you would heal my brother's heart. You would take all sorrow, all pain, and baptize him with the joy. In Jesus' name, restore him, Lord. Because you are a good shepherd. You are a good shepherd. You're always with him. And even if he is going to the death, Lord, you are with him. You restore him. You bring back life in Jesus' name, Lord. Holy Spirit, minister to him. The real Jesus. Jesus. their faith but God is always there so I will to will you live a life that they can see God pray for them God is always there for them and when they question their faith that's not a bad thing because they couldn't live on your faith they need their own faith and I believe there, there is our faith God will bring it up. Amen? Father, in the name of Jesus, we are coming together in agreement, praying for the daughter. Lord, you know, everything that is really like, ah, Lord, you know, all the things, and all, all decisions, you know, all the friends. And, and I'm praying, Jesus, when you enter the house, when this little daughter was dead, you just push everybody away. All those who were mourning and, and, and the spectators, just push them away. And I'm praying that you would push away some people in her daughter's life. All those who are around her that 
with ungodly influence, Lord. And you would bring those who, who knows you. When he, she is questioning her faith, Lord, you are there with the Holy Spirit. And let, let she start to see that her faith in you is the most important thing, the most stable thing in this world. That she would start to build on her faith, Jesus. That she would start to live in her faith, Lord, in you, Lord. Father, give them strength to go all through all discouragements and to keep praying, to pray through, Lord, to the victory, because victory is yours, Lord. In Jesus' name, Father, in Jesus' name. And all accusations, I, in Jesus' name, I turn them down. And turn them down. Peace. Father, you are the healer. You are the healer. And at all the back pain is gone. In Jesus' name, Father. In Jesus' name. Healing, Lord. I speak healing, Lord. In Jesus' name, Father. In Jesus' name. All back pain is gone. And everything that causes that pain is healed. In Jesus' name, Father. And thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that everything you do. It's perfect, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus' name, Father. Check your back. Father, in Jesus' name, everything you do is perfect. Everything, everything, Lord. In Jesus' name, Father. Tim and Rick. You know them, Lord. You call them by name. I'm thankful, Lord, that you are not speaking to just your, that we hear with our ears, Jesus. You're speaking to our inner man. You're speaking, Jesus, to our spirit. And I'm praying that you would, Holy Spirit, would touch their spirits. That they would know, Lord, that there is no more real thing than you. They would follow you. They would really become your disciples, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus. And I'm praying, Lord, they would touch my brother's heart. Lord, that your love would flow. Your love would flow, Jesus. All frustration is gone. In Jesus' name, peace, healing, and restoration, Father. In your name I pray. Amen. 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 Restoration. Amen. Amen. God heard your prayers. He knows them all. He called them all by name. All by name, Father. All by name. 
The word says the kids are a gift from you. You blessed them, Lord. You gave them a gift. They prayed for them, Lord. They blessed them in your name. And nothing that you are blessed is cursed. Nothing, Lord. They are blessed. And let this blessing turn them around and bring them back to you, Lord. Bring them back to you, Lord. Bring them back to you, Lord. Holy Spirit, arrest them. Send the guys in their way that they would not, even don't know that they are Christians. They would respect and hear and listen to them. Touch grandkids, Lord. Let all this family together worship you, Jesus. I'm praying, Lord, that in this house, Lord, they together would praise your name, Father, and restore them there, Lord. That all that is coming on them, like, like, I don't know, Lord, like, like, not to laziness, but just, you know, heaviness and, and lust of joy and zeal for you, Lord. Oh, Jesus, restore them. Oh, Jesus, restore them by the Holy Spirit. Let peace come, let joy come, Lord. Let joy come, Lord. Let joy come, Lord. And Holy Spirit says, you can rejoice even when your kids not here. You can rejoice in faith because the Lord is faithful. And what He promised to you, He will do it. He is faithful, Lord. He, don't, he, he is not regretting His promises. And He is not forgetting His promises. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Father. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Father, we are praying for our sister's husband, Lord. Freedom. Freedom in Jesus' name. Let freedom come, Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, in Jesus' name, let there be freedom, let there be peace, Lord. Say, well, you don't have anything there. She is bought by the blood of the Lord. She is bought, she is cleansed by the blood of the Lord. Holy Spirit, touch her mind, touch her soul. And the healing comes, Lord. And the healing comes, Lord, in Jesus' name. I curse you then. Go in Jesus' name. Go. Let there be peace, peace of mind. 
but there will be life. And everything the devil has stolen, everything the devil has stolen for her life, oh, Jesus, I'm praying that there will be double portion, Lord, double portion of joy, of peace, in Jesus' name, of life, in Jesus' name, peace, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. God loves you. God loves you. He knows what you're going through. And you know He is going with you. In Jesus' name, Father. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Eric said you all would leave like 8.15. It's already almost 9. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for much, so much for being here. And uh, thank you so much. And uh, please give a big thanks to Pastor Doshek for allowing us to be here. And uh, please keep us in your prayers. Please. And you're all welcome to visit us in Madrid.